Hey friend, I am so excited for today. I have something full of joy that will hopefully leave a smile on your face. We have some happy things to talk about today. I want to talk about the concept of joy because I have been asked this question several times. Does joy ever come back? Can I have joy after a season of deep grief and sorrow? Do the emotions ever change? Do the emotions ever go away? These negative emotions that I have. So today I want to talk about joy and just answer a couple questions like, what is it? And how can I get it? Or how can I get it back? And then what do I do with it? Why is it so important to have anyway? What should I do next? So grab your Bible and a pen. I have a couple verses to take you to today and we'll dig in. Hey friend, welcome to the Intimacy After Infidelity podcast. I'm Christina Joy, forgiven daughter of Jesus, wife, mom, and affair recovery coach. Chances are you are stuck in a marriage that feels broken and you're uncomfortable with even speaking the word affair. You want to avoid heartbreak and divorce, but lately marriage has felt filled with landmines. You're wishing there was a step-by-step manual for how to survive how to heal emotionally, how to rebuild your life, and maybe even enjoy it. Well, my dear, you are in the right place. So if you're ready to move forward, clothed with strength and dignity, then find that safe space and pop in that earbud. Let's rebuild your life and marriage better than it's ever been. So friend, I promised you today we're going to talk about joy. But first, I wanted to take a second and let you know that I recognize where you're at today. I see you sometimes sitting in the sadness, in the grief, the hurt, the pain, wondering what in the world is going on? How did I get here? What are the next steps? What's going to happen? Friend, if that's you, would you be willing to just maybe chat with me for 15 minutes? I would love to hear more about your frustration and where you are. I would be so honored to crawl into the trench with you and just put my arm around you to just give you a hug, to just sit with you, because I know that there is so much information out there. You know what you need to do. You know the next right answer and potentially the next right step. So you don't need more information. Some days you just need a hug. You just need an ear to know that you're not alone, that your feelings around the situation are valid, and that you are seen in your current circumstance. So I would love to do that for you. Would you reach out either on Instagram at Christina Joy Coaching or head to my website, ChristinaJoyCoaching.com, and let's connect so I can just let you know that you are seen and you are heard and you are still cherished. All right, so this concept of joy, first of all, the question, what is it? Because often joy and happiness, they are synonyms, but they can be confused. There is a slight difference. If you were to look up the definition of happiness, it might have more of a tone of material things, worldly pleasure. My current situation is good. My kids are bringing me happiness. It's more of the the physical here and now feeling happy. Joy, though, has a different sense about it. 
and that it is soul satisfying. Doesn't that feel good? Joy is soul satisfying and it has to do with your emotional well-being. So it's deep down in you, not just something temporary, but something within you. And the first verse that I want us to look at is in James 1 and verses 2 through 4. You might have even heard this before. But James 1, Dear brothers and sisters, when troubles of any kind come your way, consider it an opportunity for great joy. For you know that when your faith is tested, your endurance has a chance to grow. So let it grow. For when your endurance is fully developed, you will be perfect and complete, needing nothing. Did you catch that first part? When troubles or trials come your way, it's an opportunity for joy. So this is not just fake it till you make it, put the mask on, hold up the sign with the smiley face. It's not this shallow, I'm just going to be happy no matter what's going on. No, this is the deep down, I'm going to have the opportunity for joy even in a trial because I know what it will bring down the road. So I can choose to feel this joy because I know what's to come. And this also leads into my second point, how do I get it? So another verse I want to read is in Romans 15, verse 13. I pray that God, the source of hope, will fill you completely with joy and peace because you trust in him. Then you will overflow with confident hope through the power of the Holy Spirit. And sister, let me tell you, that is my prayer for you, that the God of hope would fill you completely with joy and peace. So think of this equation of joy plus peace brings hope. But let's go backwards. How do I get that joy and peace? Well, I trust in God. And who is God? He's the source of hope. So how can you get joy? First of all, pray and then trust in God. Look for those signs of joy and peace and you will have hope. So all of those words are working together. So how does that connect back to the James 1 passage? You have hope in what's coming. I'm not saying that your circumstances are great and that they make you happy right now. However, pick up your chin, put your shoulders back, look up, look to the God of hope, and he can fill you with joy, even in the situation that you're in, Because you know what will come. You know that there will be hope in the future. You will not be in this season, in this situation forever. I know it feels like it, but I promise you are not in this situation forever. Okay, one more verse that I want to look at answering this question, how do I get this joy? And this is Romans 4, verses 5 through 8. Let me give a little context. Here in Romans 4, Paul, who wrote this letter, is talking about Abraham because Abraham understood that God was making him righteous. God was putting him in right standing, not because of any works that he did, but just because he believed God. 
So let's pick this up, Romans 4, starting in verse 5. But people are counted as righteous, not because of their work, but because of their faith in God, who forgives sinners. David also spoke of this when he described the happiness of those who were declared righteous without working for it. David said this, Oh, what joy for those whose disobedience is forgiven, whose sins are put out of sight. Yes, what joy for those whose record the Lord has cleared of sin. Sister, why is this significant? Do you remember David's story? One slice of David's story was that he committed adultery. Or he had an affair with a lady named Bathsheba. So for a king who had an affair, and by the way, he killed her husband in the process, this same king was able to say, what joy for those people whose disobedience is forgiven. Their sins are put out of sight. There is joy for those whose record the Lord has cleared of sin. So how can you find joy in your situation? I want to ask you the question, have you been declared righteous? Has your disobedience been forgiven? Has the Lord cleared you of sin? And I mean this kind of in two ways. One, have you asked the Lord to forgive the sin of your life and you trust that Jesus has taken that to the cross where he died? He took the consequences of your sin and when Jesus died and rose again, then he is promising you eternal life and right standing before God. So have you asked for Jesus' forgiveness for your life of sin so that you can live in eternity in heaven? And the second meaning behind this, have you repented of the sin of sexual immorality? Whatever that was, pornography, affair, whatever situation you find yourself in, have you, insert your name, has Christina repented of the sin that I had committed? If yes, then you are declared righteous. You are in right standing. What that means is you are free from sin. You are free from shame. There is no more condemnation. Yes and amen. God sees the blood of Jesus covering you. There is joy because there is no more shame, no more guilt. Now, what do I do with this? I'm bubbling up. I'm overflowing with this joy. Now what? Super interesting, friend, how the Lord has connected our spirits and our bodies. When you have joy, research actually shows that joy has some physical benefits. When you are full of joy, you'll find yourself making better choices with your eating, sleeping better at night, choosing to be more active. And the effect of all of those things, it boosts your immune system. It helps you to fight stress and pain. It can even prolong your life. So do we need joy? Yes, we absolutely do, even for our physical bodies. But joy also resonates with our core identity. Joy touches us at the deepest place in our spirits. It helps us to find 
healthy coping mechanisms in your current situation. Again, you might be living in an awful situation, but how are you coping with it? When you and your husband find yourself in a conflict again, how do you cope with that? Do you call a friend? Do you stress eat? Do you go exercise? Do you numb out on TV or social media? Well, when you have joy, you tend to find ways of coping that are actually healthier for you, that may benefit you to get through that hard time. In the same way, joy helps us to be resilient and to bounce back. Again, I'm not saying that your life and your story is easy or always happy, but joy will let us bounce back from that. It gives us resilience to stay strong in the Lord. So what do I do with this joy? Well, you can't control your current situation. And I'm sorry, but you can't control your husband or his words or his actions. What's the thing that you can control? Your attitude. That is the wonderful gift of joy that no matter what anybody else is doing around me, no matter the situation around me, I can still choose to have joy, soul-satisfying well-being deep in my emotions, the core of who I am. I can choose to have joy in God. Remember, this isn't material, physical, just what I have that's around me. This is in God. Put your hope in God. He gives us joy and peace that provides hope for our future. So friend, I'm curious, can you choose to find joy in your current situation? And I would love to know what that is. How are you going to find joy? Are you going to take a walk? Are you going to journal? Will you find some extended time with the Lord? Will you call up a friend and encourage them or talk with them? Will you find joy in playing with your children? Whatever it is, I would love to hear how this would encourage you. How can you find joy even in the most difficult, hard situation that you've ever been in? So feel free to reach out to me again on Instagram at Christina Joy Coaching or shoot me an email. Uh, You can find it on the website, ChristinaJoyCoaching.com. And I would love to connect with you to hear your struggle and the pain that you're sitting in. And also, are you able to find joy in that? The joy of the Lord is our strength. And sister, I am praying that you would be filled with joy and peace and that you would overflow with confident hope through the power of the Holy Spirit. I will see you next time. Thank you so much for hanging out here today. If you need to talk more about this topic, would you send me a message on Instagram at Christina Joy Coaching? Or if you want to know the first steps out of an affair, as well as what to do before agreeing to divorce, I'd love for you to grab my free training at ChristinaJoyCoaching.com. But if this encouraged your heart, please take a minute and leave me a review on Apple Podcasts and share it with a friend so I can continue getting this show out to more women who need it. As always, be clothed with strength and dignity and laugh without fear of the future.